Hi, it's Sips. What's poppin' everybody? It's Bonga and this is the Unintentional Podcast. Welcome back to it, guys. Great to be here. Great to be with you, Spilule, once again. You too, B. So excited for this episode. Um, it's going to be a good one. Getting to know one. us. Getting to know us. Imagine. Yeah. Opening up. But we're going to keep it very lighthearted. Nothing too deep, nothing too hectic, but just a few interesting questions that are, you know, key in helping anyone actually even if you guys as a listeners want to what would want to do this with some of your friends just ask each other some of these questions just to get to know each other a little bit better or even someone on a first date who knows you know and also like we're getting to know each other as well as well as you guys getting to know us so it's just gonna be really fun yeah it's gonna be interesting because i actually i was asking myself uh earlier when i was going through my list of questions and prepping prepping for this episode <laughs> and i thought to myself i wonder will i know p a little bit better at the end of this episode or will she know me a little bit better after this episode well oh, that, maybe we'll know each other better. a whole lot better <laughs> that remains to be seen we'll find out on this episode of the unintentional <laughs> podcast <laughs> but um before we get into that yes. uh what's been on your mind of late a couple of things man a lot to run through and sadly, I had to cut a number of things out because this is... Uh, you talk too much. I'm joking. I talk a lot. <laughs> I'm not gonna, for a quiet guy and an introvert, uh, I do talk a lot, actually. <laughs> so a couple of things did, did uh, uh, grab my attention these past two weeks while we were not recording. Uh, one of which is a really sad um, incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, the passing of uh, a prominent judge in uh, Peter Marisberg High Court, uh, Judge Big Caesar, Jerome... Mgoni. So um, he was one of the founders of, uh, do you know the law firm called uh, Tomlinson Mgoni James no. Attorneys? Yeah, they used to be on Peter Merritt Street, uh, very, one of the bigger law firms in this in, in this city of ours, Peter Maritzburg. Is it still running? It's still running. They've moved uh, offices to the Victoria Country Club oh, now. Yeah. And, and they're growing from strength to strength. So shout out to them for that. Uh, but yeah, obviously, um, Judge, uh, you know, he left practice and, and went to the bench uh, I think it was since 2008 onwards until today uh, well not today till the 7th unfortunately when he <clears throat> passed Lost. away yeah so R.I.P. yeah R.I.P. Uh, what else do they say R.I.P. Um, thoughts prayers condolences. condolences yeah friends family colleagues and the like um, I did want to I don't have a lot to say about him per se but I, mean, I did have a few encounters with him actually mm. in, in court back in the day when I was you know in practice and he was a very kind person actually very uh, very humble for someone who's so educated and very you know uh, hold, someone who holds a really high position in society as a judge you know mm. I mean I bumped into him once in judges chambers when we were doing an urgent application with another judge mm-hmm. but when he was walking past and he was dressed so simply like a white shirt gray pants no tie, you know, walking from his office to another area, uh, probably collecting papers or something. And he was just, he greeted us, and, you know, it was very gentlemanly. So, yeah, he'll definitely be missed. Very humble. Oh, if you guys are interested, you might want to go and check out the Judges Matter YouTube channel where Uchulis Malema grilled him <laughs> uh, in his interview uh, for the, I think it was, um, was it position? Was it for the position? I don't remember which 
judge position it was, whether it was the Supreme Court of Appeal or it was Constitutional Court, I'm not sure. But if you guys want to check out that Judges Matter, Judges Matter YouTube channel, it has a series of uh, interviews where judges or, or lawyers are interviewed um, by the Judicial Service Commission to be appointed as judges. So that's interesting if you want to know a little bit more about uh, the late uh, Judge Ngoni. Then finally, uh, Zex Bantwini released Osama featuring Kasango that came out on the 10th. Um, I was impressed again by the fact that Zex made uh, the Spotify New Music Friday playlist uh, and his song was on the top of that playlist and he also made the cover. So shout out to his label and shout out to Universal Music because they do the things that make the post to be done <laughs> as far as music is concerned. And, and shout out to um, actually the song because yeah. it's an amazing song and I think people... It's, they weren't surprised, but, you know, in this heat of the Mapiano and all of that, to have this kind of house song to yeah. actually dominate, it's actually really refreshing. Mm -hmm. And people mm -hmm. thought also that Ozex wouldn't come back from, you know, all the hits that he used to make. Yeah. So it's also yeah. a great comeback for him. Yeah, definitely. It's so hard to follow up, you know, on a huge release mm -hmm. from the past. I mean... Not many people are able to, to do that, to do that and, and keep consistent with the music. So shout out to Zex Bandwini for that, representing South Africa, <laughs> you know. Uh, so those are the, the number of things that caught my attention these past two weeks. How about okay. you, buddy? Uh, well, for me, one of the issues that caught my attention was that the there's people stripping the city hall's roof, the copper sheets, like... <laughs> Wow, how guys. on earth do they even get up there? Exactly, and <laughs> so no one can see them. Like, yeah. are they just like okay, people are randomly on the roof? What are they doing on the roof? And the city hall is like a national monument, it's like one of the oldest buildings in South Africa, yeah. and it's a landmark for Peter Maritzburg. And it's being stripped. Yeah, that is so sad. It's That's sad. Do you, do, you know, know. do you know the perpetrators on? Don't no. know them personally, but you know, I suspect <laughs> who the perpetrators might be. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. Like, is it the regular paras or is it someone who's like inside job? Like, what, what could it be? It's anyone's guess at this point. But that's mm. sad. That's horrible, man. I mean, so many beautiful things uh, from our city and and anywhere else, and what well, in South Africa at least, because it's part of the culture. You know, this whole thing of uh, a building or a facility being built only for it to be vandalized in a number of months, you mm. know, after it's, you know, erection and stuff. That's really sad. It's a really sad part of our culture. And uh, not okay, let me not say part of our culture, but sad part of uh, what's happening in our environment, you know. But yeah, that, those are my thoughts on that, that story. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tuson Bedu, she'll be on Rihanna Savage Fancy Show. So I think that's great. That's amazing for two so she's doing really really well like from awards to series movies she's and great from strength to strength really not looking back not looking back at all shout out to her man i love that but i like that she comes up with her family like she's taking care of her siblings and everything like that it's not like she just forgot about south africa like bye hmm. i don't know you whatever so yeah. she's also very vocal about what is happening in the South African landscape, you know, um, unlike some people 
who we shall not mention that uh, don't even comment about what is happening in their own home country thanks for saying that because i was just about to ask like who are these people <laughs> and you said you won't mention any names no i okay. won't that's cool but i think it's a, it's an admirable trait in my opinion um you know for her to to do things like that shed lights on things that are happening in her home exactly. country and so on because i mean at that scale it's very easy to be caught up in the lights cameras mm. and this and that and try to fit in yes. to the way they do things in that world but when you come up and you well when you feature in that world and you try and maintain your authenticity and you continue telling the story of where you come from and shedding it and shedding light to that at, at a global scale that really and, and funny enough Americans in particular because I mean normally most people right go to the US Americans are actually interested in Africa and things that are happening yeah it's just that we I guess are I don't know if it's self-hate or we're ashamed of our backgrounds but you know Americans if you look at DJs like Ebro uh, from Hot 9 Hot 97 Charlemagne the God from uh, 105.1 and the Breakfast Club they, they generally have an interest uh, on things that are happening in Africa and other artists and, and other people as well but so. also I think you know when they're on that global stage it's all about them as in how am I going to make my star shine brightly and they don't want to be involved in like controversial issues in inverted commas or something that will take away from the spotlight that's on them so I think it's brave of her to do so yeah, and also it it's it's admirable that she doesn't forget where she comes from and you know now she's in this whole new world and doesn't pretend that these things don't exist anymore yeah i wonder who she looks up to actually and where mm, she where she learned that from an, uh, interesting facts actually to find out mm. so <laughs> another survey came out on like what are the most stolen things items in hotel rooms mm -hmm. can you guess what it is well I guess it probably uh, probably the towels. I mean, I know that most people. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I, I'm sure I've seen white towels at friends' places, uh, <laughs> and I've never seen white towels at at, an, at a clicks or wherever. Would, you know, you buy towels. <laughs> so yeah, it's towels and a close second are bathrobes. I can see that. But how? I, I mean, can see that. Okay. Anyways. Wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Are you telling me that bathrobes are to be reused? I understand the towels, but bathrobes, come on. No, but until you get it made right, right. fresh in your hotel room, right. you wear it and you take it home with you. Fair enough. Mm. I think that's how it's supposed to be, right? What do you mean it's how it's supposed to be? It's like, not yours, though. Why would you leave it for someone else to use it later? I'd rather, I'd, <laughs> actually, I'd rather not have uh, a bathrobe then. <laughs> Because I'm not going to use something that someone exactly. else used. Well, but I get the towel. I get the towel. How do you get the towel? Because the towel... How do you know if the towel also hasn't been used by someone else? Actually, you have a point there. Exactly. I never thought of that. <laughs> but, you know, some of the other ridiculous things mm -hmm. are like the dishes mm -hmm. and uh, the blankets and the pillows. Imagine stuffing a pillow in the suitcase. <laughs> the lamps and mattresses. How okay, do wow. you take a whole mattress? Yeah, no, that's just weird. That's weird. <laughs> People have time out here. They really do. <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is? I mean, someone who can afford to stay at a hotel is not someone who's poor and is in need. Not so, really, not all the time. Some people go to hotels for work. The work mm, pays and everything. And then you're like, hey, 
But that's someone who's, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong here, and please feel free to correct me, but people who work a job that can afford to take you to a hotel, I'm sure the income there is not so bad that you can't afford to buy your own bed. I don't know. Maybe it's just ingrained in them to 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 take. That's true. I mean, look at the looting incidents. I mean, you saw mm. uh, fancy cars pulling exactly. up and people uh, looting. So I guess it's not a a poverty <laughs> issue. It's there's more to it than you know, Mister I, so to speak. And of course, the highlights was when Jup uh, Jup oh, yeah. was in PMB for we are Jolan episode, and all I can remember is Lindo. <laughs> because that's the guy who was cheat who was cheating on this guy who came to Jup Jup, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was it was it was something because everyone was talking about it, Trended. Trended. and yo that guy he was he was so outspoken like the things that he was saying. Who the the cheater or the one who was no, cheated on? No, the one who was being cheated on. He was like, oh no wonder. PMP guys, mkungu abafana basem of course, but I mean, if you're wrong. and yeah. uh, they take us to their houses for like two hours, and then I'm <laughs> uh, after nine. It makes it sound so general, but it's very specific to it this is. one person who cheated on him. Sadly, maybe in the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. um, as you were saying, they're after nine, so maybe that's not outright because obviously they're doing it behind closed doors and after nine. Mm. So maybe I, I would hope that anyone, whatever sexuality is doing, whatever behind closed doors. Thank you very much. But anyway, yeah. No man, I mean the cheating and stuff. Of course, of course. And also, like it's it's sad that um, there is that still that stereotype that you have to hide yourself, who you are, and on top of that, you're playing with people's emotions and feelings because he was really hurt. Sheesh. Yeah, I mean. You must be hurt to 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 have the wherewithal to call we are Jonah nine nine and have them drive all the way from Joburg to PMB to expose <laughs> <laughs> your lover, your you know. So yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to Joub Joub. Sad though for I mean it's, it's it's horrible to be cheated on. It is. Yeah, sad. Sad. So um, let's jump into our getting to know us so me just from our conversation that conversation would you forgive someone who has cheated on you before that's a good question uh yes i would i would uh, i believe in i believe in second chances <laughs> uh i because i myself am not a perfect human being firstly mm. um i make my own mistakes and I, everybody makes mistakes at least one chance after you know being wrong i don't believe in cutting someone off after doing you wrong just once you know uh but of course the circumstances yes you know i think uh, the circumstances are very telling yeah and also like is that person um really remorseful and what are they doing that is different to what they did because you can always apologize and carry on doing whatever you were doing so you have to imp- apologize with an intention to actually change and actually do the work yeah to change yourself to become a better person yeah that's so true that's so true hey? um it's weird 
you started on such a heavy note like none of my questions are, are that heavy are that heavy so i'm like yo how is it how's it gonna be if, i mean what's up an appropriate follow-up to this um but let's just go with it either way because we're getting to know each other here mm. so you said you would forgive as well or the circumstances yes. would dictate. Um, obviously the circumstances would dictate it and mm-hmm. as you said we're not perfect right and mistakes happen mm-hmm. but the most important thing is the behavior of more to after yeah that's true that's true but when you lose trust it's hard to get it back and that's, that's the tricky part very hard that's the tricky part and, and i suppose that's why some people would choose to start over with a new person exactly not even give a second chance yeah. because the trust is gone it's once very, it's gone it's very understandable yeah yeah so i don't blame anyone but i geez i don't know man it would depend on how i feel about the person like you said mm. oh, well there's a lot of things that actually you'd need to take into account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me anyway. Yeah, that is very true. That's very true. Um, well, let me just ask you a, a random question. This is, <laughs> this is going to throw you off like wow. very difficult. Okay. Not, not difficult, but very different from what we're talking about in the energy of the, the previous question and the, the discussion that followed from that is a question that I asked you off air. Which I'll ask you again because the <laughs> listeners don't know. <laughs> uh, what type of music are you into? It's all about house music. It's all about house music. Oh my god! In Wasn't the beginning, a- there was Jack. Ah, those and Jack had a groove. Yeah. Those acapellas. <laughs> Funny enough, the very first CD I ever owned mm. was a Skittles Church Grooves too, which had that intro as well, like um, Jack's groove, I think, or whatever. Jack's house. That's what the the title is on track number one uh why are you into house or like what is it how did you get into it it speaks to my soul mm-hmm. um and also i don't remember i can't pinpoint the exact moment that it just came into me because at school we used to listen to the top 20 it was still a big thing cozy mm-hmm. um when it was Linda's be Mr. Magic. Of course, yeah, 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 Mr. Magic. <laughs> and we used to have those top 20s on the weekends. And, you know, back then it was very different. We didn't have smartphones and TV. True. We only watched TV, I think, during the weekend. Yep. Um, and on, during the week, certain times, I think. So it was very different. All we had was radio, basically, at school. Mm. And we... It was really enjoyable. Um, of course, there were different genres of music. Uh, oh, Destiny's Child, all of those people. R&D and the like, yeah. Um, but House just stuck with me. As I said, I guess it speaks to my soul. And um, yeah, I just find it, it's not surface level. It's not like, oh no, it's, it's the new, I don't know. Black Coffee, it's the new Black Decapo. Coffee coming up, yes. It's, yeah. And I still like those old House music songs, not... Not that I don't like this now, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. that I relate more to old school house That's true. music. I'm not going to lie to you. In 2008, um, I went through a phase because I used to be a house head, you know, from primary school right up until matric. And after, um, after matric, I, I, I felt like house was just not the same. You know, it, it, and that's why, I mean, I'm relating this to what you're saying about mm. you still identifying and enjoying old school house music. Mm. Because at that point, I felt like your Fresh House Flavor compilations, your uh, Vinnie Da Vinci, House Africa, um, Africanism and, and the Soul like. Soul Candy. Soul Candy. All those compilations were, were it. 
and the newer house wasn't as appealing at the time the only song that really came out that was a standout was that a thousand seconds by black hole but after that mm-hmm. you know um so i i went through a phase where actually i i sort of outgrew house music but i got back into it much later when black coffee released uh home brood mm. and have another one those two albums for me revived my interest in house music uh but that wasn't my question <laughs> it's just my yeah, yeah <laughs> shout out to him for that man shout out to black coffee and everyone else doing it for for the genre really mm. you know okay my turn so do you judge a book by its cover and when i say book you know what i mean not people not an actual book well damn because that was my answer <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> but actually physical books yes i do i'm not gonna lie i do judge them by the cover i'm not gonna lie um but with people no i've learned the hard way actually um again 2008 i, I guess 2008 was a pivotal year i think you're gonna realize this about me if there's nothing else you learn about me you will you know understand and know that 2008 was a very pivotal year in my life so 2008 first year fresh out of uh, high school um i had this thing this perception that people who could um were fluent in speaking english were smart mm. people had, still have that perception today yeah, yeah it's sad and i'm glad i had that experience and, and i met the people i met at varsity back then that showed me that actually it, it was crazy so you know the, the gang that had those fancy english twangs <laughs> you'd find and no disrespect of course to you know whatever faculty people are studying in but usually the the twangers you'd find them in humanities doing uh, uh a ba general like that that has no direction like what are you going to do with a ba general no disrespect of course um and then there were two guys uh one of them was jaqua i forgot the other one the other dude he was in, from uh, kzn because I was in the Free State. So mm. there's very few Zulu-speaking people there. Mm. And um, What language do they speak then? Uh, southern Southern Sutu. Mm. Yeah, I think Northern Sutu is spoken in Gauteng. Okay. So, um, Jaqua and uh, this other brother, I'm sorry for forgetting his name, like they were doing a, they were doing BSc in actuarial science. Mm. They weren't fluent in, 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 in English. They could speak English. Mm. Okay, let me not say fluent because there's a difference between fluency and I guess pronunciation, right? Because yeah. you can have the vocabulary and, and yes. the like. But, um, and that's another thing that I saw that I guess most of the Twangers, sadly, were airheads. Like, they, they, they didn't have the vocab. They just sounded yeah. good, but yeah. they had no substance in what okay. they were saying. So, to answer the question about judging a book by its cover, I learned the hard way that no, man, like, you don't need to sound like, no disrespect, you don't need to sound like a white person. Uh, uh, to, to 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 be smart, mm. you don't even know you don't even need to know English to be smart. Just look at our politicians. <laughs> Not that they're smart. <laughs> I'm joking, but um, I'm just saying that they don't have the best <laughs> pronunciation in English. But but you assume that they, they're dumb, they, I suppose. No, no, no. But yeah. I'm just saying that you know you can tell that Bafundi. Some of them, anyways. Correct. That Bafundi. Ah, but it's just yes. that they don't pronounce it in the way that we. 
evident in our minds that okay this person should be speaking in this way if they want to be intelligent exactly. but they are intelligent it's just that they don't know how to speak english properly exactly exactly i mean there are even older people um in the in the in the rural areas or informal settle, settlement areas uh who've probably never spoken english in their lives but the wisdom that they have you know so for me uh to make a, a long story less long really is to that experience of seeing or knowing that you don't need to know english to be smart or you don't need to have a twang to be smart or to be considered as being smart that for me taught me never to judge a book by its cover i mm. think that was the pivotal moment where actually in all other areas of life besides english and pronunciation and the like i learned that there's more to people than what you see at, at surface level Wow, I went off on a long tangent. I even you did. I haven't even uh, <laughs> considered what your next question could be. But actually, first one that I put my eye on was: um, Would you say you're more of an introvert or extrovert? I'm an introverted extrovert. No, you have to explain that. <laughs> okay, what I mean is that I am generally introverted, but with people that I'm comfortable with. You open up. I open up and I become more extroverted. So that's what I mean when I say I'm an introverted extrovert. You, you seem to be a good judge of character. I, I'm, I'm oh not. I'm, okay. <laughs> I think so, at least. Mm -hmm. Could be wrong. Uh, but um, in my instance, would you think, would you say I'm, what would you say? I, where, where do I fit in that? Um, I think you're an introvert. Spectrum. spectrum. I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I think I'm an introvert. Um, I, I thought I identified <clears throat> more with your answer as far as being extroverted when I'm around certain yes. people. I, I don't know if that's true, but um, nah. Still, there, there are times when I when I choose to just keep quiet and and not uh, be overly opinionated on something. I, I'm the type to in a group setting, right? who normally is a part of that group, but I'd be silent for most of the time. During that time, I'm probably trying to figure out how I can enter this conversation and uh, mm. what I can add or if there's anything I identify with okay. and then take it from there, you know. So that's dope yeah, that you are an introverted extrovert, right? <laughs> yes. Pretty interesting. Your turn. Um, so what is your definition of success? I do not have a definition of success, eh, to be honest. Um, but okay, what would make you say it's okay now I'm successful? Or when you look at someone and say that person is successful? Um, I, I think it's subjective. Um, to me, whatever you set, whatever goal I set for myself and achieve it, I guess, that's the simplest form of success. And it could be, it could range from anything. It could be a task that I could execute in 15 minutes, that is success for me. Uh, I try not to, uh, and the reason I said I do not have a definition per se of success is because I I don't like looking at physical things, material things and uh, and, and the like to, to and equate those to success. Well, yes, there may be for another person, but for me, it's more things to do with who I am as a person and those, I guess, goals that I set for myself, uh, never mind monetary, um, monetary things or just mm. in terms of, well, I don't know if spirituality is, is, is a, I, I don't think that's. 
Yes, you can. I think there's a diff- suppose, there's yeah. different. Uh, I don't know avenues or whatever of success because like right, one can be right. like materialistic. I suppose one can be emotional, mentally, you know. But to keep it simple, I'd say Kiss. whatever whatever goal. Yes, keep it simple. <laughs> Stupid uh, is whatever goal a person says for themselves it could be one goal it could be a number of goals once you attain that that is success whether it's an activity for a day it's a a small task mm. whether it's uh well i guess you can also translate to monetary things eventually down the line but whatever goal you set for yourself and that you achieve for me that's success okay keep it uh really simple and stupid <laughs> but not sorry not simple and stupid <laughs> Keep it simple. The kiss system. Uh, do you have any hobbies? And what are they? I can think of one. What's that? Well, two. Reading and writing. Reading and writing. <laughs> Which makes sense. I mean, that's part of uh, how, I guess, your profession as well, right? Um, reading and writing. What, what about reading or writing do you enjoy? Reading is like taking yourself into this other world immersing yourself into another world and also you learn a lot of things from reading um and obviously oprah thinks reading is the best thing oh yeah because um, oprah is like the bible right just kidding <laughs> no disrespect uh, yeah so i just like reading writing it's like you're getting all your thoughts onto paper and you can think clearly and just decipher everything that's going on in your head on paper so it's really easy therapy you and a couple of uh, other friends of mine have been trying to get me into journaling and uh, i'm just it's not uh, working i'm really stubborn and, yeah i really need to, to get started you know on that because really i do need to get my thoughts out i'm not gonna lie i have so many thoughts you know going on some of them unmanaged and uncontrolled but i mean if i had to sit down and plan and actually write them out i'm sure i'd be able to like uh, categorize them and know where to place certain things but yeah uh, I just can I ask a follow-up question just okay. because we, we're on the topic of reading um, what was the last thing that you read oh, it's my library book actually mm-hmm. um, which is overdue I think <laughs> <laughs> it's something about I forgot the title but it's about success success woman and success something like that but yeah I don't remember the name but yes I have been reading my library book are you enjoying that Yes. That's dope. That's dope. Last thing I read were my notes for an exam I'm writing next year. <laughs> uh, your turn, buddy. Do you live by a motto? Uh, that is a good question. Uh, no, I don't. But I've learned, I've learned a lot of things uh, along the way um, that I apply in my everyday life. I don't have a specific motto as such. When I thought about this question initially, I was like, yeah, my motto is don't never trust these hoes. But no, that's not really a good motto, is it? Wow. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, actually, I just remembered. Well, one thing after many things, many lessons I learned and carry with me wherever I go in life is uh, whatever it is that you want to become, behave and conduct yourself as if you're already in that position. So, yeah, that's one thing I I try and apply. So they say that... um law of attraction kind of works like that is it and uh like vision what envision yourself Mm -hmm. Mm. as you want to be already and embody all of those qualities and those habits that you would have yes yeah 
Oh, it makes sense. It makes sense. Do you have a guilty pleasure? And what is it? <laughs> Drinking. I'm joking. It's not a guilty pleasure, but yes, I shouldn't, but I do. What drink? Or oh, have a, a guilty pleasure? Drink. Ah oh, man, it's not harm in drinking. I mean, every once in a while, you know, we all need to let loose, right? From time oh, to time. Oh please, this is the one who does not drink. Yeah, but still, um, I mean, I mean, we we have different things uh, to let loose, so we don't doesn't necessarily have to be drinking. <laughs> for some, it could be exercise. For some, it could be. But how is exercise a guilty pleasure? Oh yeah, you're quite right. Mm. Oh, for some of us, it could be chocolate and, and junk food, which that's is true. that's even worse than <laughs> than than drinking, I think, because yeah, diabetes is real, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you had an option mm-hmm. to right click on people, mm-hmm. what options would you want to? Up. to come up like and subscribe i'm just kidding um <laughs> uh hmm never delete because i mean what the person i mean i guess when you right click right uh, it's always There's insert an to de- delete no but rename. what you want so mm-hmm. if you had a choice it was okay mm-hmm. if it came up mm-hmm. i know for one mm-hmm. i would like to see brief history <laughs> ah yes i see oh no that's a very good one actually mm. um <laughs> yeah a summary that's actually a very good one i mean there's, there's so many people where i've met and and uh, a brief history about them would be ideal actually uh i would prep you um i'll be honest uh actually the only thing that came to mind was the usual like the delete uh and yeah that's just about it and but there's no one in my life that i've thought of deleting truth be told um yeah not even your exes no uh <laughs> i try in in as much as uh, most of us don't talk anymore i, I try not i I'll, you'll never catch me saying anything bad anything bad about any of them um because i still respect them as, as at a human level as well so yeah mm. that's it okay my turn and we can both probably do this one because i think you you also have this question do you have any pet peeves i have a lot tell us some gosh tell us some of the people who are prideful Mm -hmm. um people who look down on people and i'm a part (laughs) a lot of people (laughs) oh gosh yeah that's (laughs) That's an interesting example of how you can dislike someone <laughs> without even knowing them. But I mean, of course, the reputation proceeds. Mm. Um, my pet peeves, there's only one, and that's pocket watches. I mean, there's nothing I hate more than someone who watches another person's pocket. Mm. You know what that means, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, when people know, oh, yeah, he, he, uh, his or her salary comes out on this date, mm. uh, they earn about this much. He's wearing Jordans, they so he must make. Match, they yeah, match. yeah, exactly. Yo, uh, that's one thing. I mean, there's a lot, right? Of, of, there is a of, lot. of pet peeves that we have generally, but for me, that's a standout. Like pocket watches, guys. Let's not do it. I try my best, never. Do you, Do you have a pocket watch? Even not on purpose, but even like by mistake. Mm-mm. Is it? Because I I tend to well. I might find catch myself pocket watching, but then I'd quickly just, you know, reprimand myself and say, dude, you don't like this yourself, so why are you doing nah, this? And then, yeah. I don't. That's interesting. Uh, is it your turn? Mm-hmm. Do you believe in soulmates or finding the one? Now, that's interesting because 
soulmates maybe but the one it can't because I, I i don't think that's possible because so many people can fit you know in, into or many people can be compatible to me or to any other person so are we fortunate enough to have or to meet uh that one soulmate or do we have various soulmates that we have a possibility of meeting whenever wherever that i might be inclined to believe in that it is possible to have various people who may with whom you may click and with whom you might have something special mm. but the possibility of bumping into all of them uh, uh quite rare or, or having just one specific person no that's rare because some sadly you might not even meet that person mm. i think at least but uh, like I said, um, in one of our earlier episodes, I don't really believe in predestination and things being foreplanned and and things happening for a reason per se. I do believe in things just happening. And uh, if they work out, they work out. If they don't, they don't. Um, Sorry. Oh, so you're saying, see, you don't really believe there's one specific person that you are meant to be with in this world? No, 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 I don't. If I had to give a simple answer to that, no, I don't think so. Okay. Since we're on this whole thing of uh, um, soulmates and uh, the one, wait, do you believe in that? I don't think you. Um, I can. I think I'm on the same page with you as in like soulmates mm. are people that you have a connection with um, and have like a lot of things in common, mm. and mm. you can have more than one soulmate. A soulmate can even be a friend. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner, and. The one, I used to believe in the one, but you know, those were just because of movies and fairy tales. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Interesting. So my question is, what's the first thing you look for in a partner and or a friend? First thing. Kindness. Mm -hmm. Kindness. And, how would you how and caring kindness and caring how would you now this question says what's the first thing you look for oh okay i, I suppose i mean it's not a it's not a, um, a first impression sort of thing mm. it's something you before anything else i guess mm. even though you may have spent a number of days with that person but the one thing you'll always be in search for is to see whether or not they are kind and so on interesting for me it's sense of humor like on, on a surface level mm. like can you make me laugh can I make you laugh or do you appreciate my humor or does our humor sort of click and for me that like but is that a deal breaker no it's not but remember this is the first thing that mm. that I, I look for okay it's it's sort of like um it's like a ramp you know or, or a stepping stone or whatever yeah you know it, 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 it's a gateway it's a gateway <laughs> exactly exactly yeah uh, is it your turn I think mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and cats or dogs dogs why Dogs are friendly. Um, um, I don't believe in spirit animals, but if I if I ever had to have a spirit animal, it would be a dog, because dogs are. Okay, let, let me not go to let me not go to loyalty, because there might be people in life who who think I'm I'm a trash person, <laughs> but dogs are friendly. I think I'm a friendly person. I, I, you would, I don't think anyone who looks at me would think you know this guy is gonna stab you or do something harm harmful to you. Mm -hmm. um, so dogs are friendly. Um, I love how domesticated they are. I mean, whoever did that, you know, in the 80s or 
1800s or whenever it was when they domesticated these wild animals and made them friendly they did us a huge favor because they're really good companions mm. um i love how cute they look i mean and dogs are always happy to see you exactly exactly man uh, and you could have even been trashed to them and shouted at them before you left yeah. They don't hold any of that. As soon as you walk into the gate, they're jumping on you. They're so happy, wagging their tails. That's true. Now, here's a question, just as a side. I hope we don't go off on, on too long of a tangent on this. But I mentioned something about the domesticating of these animals mm. back way back when, and heaven knows when that was, right? I mean, that's training. Like, that's conditioning yes. of animals to behave a certain way. Mm. <sighs> How genuine is that like conditioning? And if you had to, if you had to relate that to human beings, um, if someone is conditioned to be kind and sweet and thoughtful, is is that still worthwhile? Can you condition someone to be kind and thoughtful? Well, maybe th- kind and thoughtful. Maybe and let me not say you know those sort of attributes, but maybe someone to do certain good deeds. You know, in general. Some uh, there was a movie that's like was actually comparing Mm. um, having a partner to having a dog. Mm. Like, how would you train your dog? That's how you would train your boyfriend. I get the comparison. (laughs) But I don't think it works. Because um, people are different. And some, like you always say, when uh, if someone asks you or pushes you to do something, you actually want to do the opposite thing. That's true. So you can't always push people to be a certain way. And people have their own views and their own values and all of that. So you yeah. can't... Tra- I, don't, I don't think you can train a person. Yeah, you can. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, people are who they are. It's, it's very difficult to unlearn certain mm. traits. Um, has your perspective on the world changed over time? Yes. What aspect? And... Uh, I used to think the world was such a friendly place. People were nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that is not true. People are not nice. Yeah. Uh, people will use you. Yeah. People will get whatever they can from you and leave you just like that. And the world is not a friendly place. Like, it's very scary. When did you learn that? <sighs> When did I learn that? Probably after high school. Because in high school, everything seemed so in the clouds. Mm. I didn't know reality. And then reality hit you smack in the face when you leave school. So It really does. It really does. I mean, um, have have I changed perspectives? Well, well, of course I have. Anybody has. But I wanted to go back on this whole innocence thing. Um... You can choose not to answer this question because it's not part of, you know, but um, it's a follow-up though to what we're talking about. As a parent, um, having learned that the world is what it is, at what stage would you feel would be appropriate to inform your daughter or any child you may have after um, about the realities of the world? I think they they see it on a day-to-day basis now. Um, yeah, it's different back then. You could you were able to protect your child and so shield true. your child from things, especially they didn't have access to phones, the internet, and all of that. This day and age, yo, the kids now 
probably mm. know as much as you do about anything uh, because they use the internet and they have friends because even with um, her peers mm -hmm. the sort of things that they now talk about and do it's like wow I, I wouldn't ever think of that as a child mm. um, the other day they were saying Nguti, you know this other girl looked she was wearing shorts that were too small like what <laughs> you're a child like you can wear whatever you want basically and also i just thought hmm. that some of them even the language that they use you can just see what's they, they, they're growing up in a different time yeah very different quite right i mean i try to compare that to my to my youth and my youth was very sheltered i'm not gonna mm. lie I'm, i was super naive Me super too. naive you know and shout out to my parents i guess for for doing that uh, i don't know if um fortunately enough seeing the realities of the world didn't crush me or break me down i've accepted it uh, you know for what it is i know how to maneuver and move around certain situations and certain people i can do better i'm sure i can and there's room for improvement there but yeah but i, I mean i also love how the children are growing up now i mean times have changed if you, if you as a parent uh, choose not to take control of the narrative early mm. on, <laughs> best believe that someone else will. And also, like, for me, I think I would have liked to know. I, I'm just like that. Like, oh. I I don't feel like I should have been sheltered from the reality. Like, I would yeah. have preferred to know than not know. I get you. I get you. Um, do you turn. think we should do one more round of questions and then wrap up? All right, so choose a good one. Oh, the pressure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What do you think about the most? The most what? What do you think about oh, the what? most? Ah, uh, I think a lot about my life in general, where it is, where it's going, where I come from. I think about that on a daily basis, actually. I sort of do a, I don't want to say a, rec a reconciliation, but it's sort of like an exercise of, I guess, keeping score, I suppose. Uh, keeping score of what? Keeping score of uh, my growth as a person. Never mind material things and mm. whatnot, but as a person, like we were talking earlier about the world and um, our interactions with people and things we learn from the world. I mean, the world is a harsh place. People mislead you mm. and so on for their own benefit. Well, that's one thing I've learned. Sadly, and it's becoming a, coming out a lot, like in recent uh well, this year, actually, actually, for me. My follow-up question was, okay, so you're saying you do this on a daily basis, and you yeah. think about your life on a daily basis, your yeah, past, your present, your future. Right. What are you, you doing about it? Okay, obviously, you can't do anything about the past. Right. But what are you doing in the present moment that's going to make your future different? Well, the things I think about, again, on a, on a, um, a personality sort of um, avenue, for lack of a better phrase, is that my interactions with the world, right? Uh, so, for example, I was talking about how uh, dishonest the world is, and I see certain people uh, that I have interactions with, and, and I see their intentions, that, okay, these intentions are not good, but where do I go from here? Do I cut the person off, or do I keep the interaction to a certain level, not beyond a certain point? You know, there's certain information, I mean, I've, and... Uh, so that's basically that's what I do. I I just ask myself, how how do I navigate with these people? 
Like these sort of um, boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that, that's, that's that's exactly where I'm going. Like there are boundaries. Like there's certain levels, certain things that you wouldn't share, that I would share with certain people, and things that I wouldn't with others. I mean, imagine someone running up to you and saying, "Hey, where do you live? Where's your address? Or who do you stay with at home?" Like those are not the kind of questions you'd just answer to anyone you mm. don't know. You know, and I've been finding a lot of people asking those kind of questions, and that that's but why? Heaven knows, I don't even know these people, so it's kind wow, of weird. So I'm weird. I'm super jaded, you know. I'm super jaded, uh, um, but yeah, I think uh, those are the kind of things I think about, and also I guess on a from a personal growth uh, point as well. What am I doing about that? Um, as you asked, I read a lot. I read a lot. I research. I watch. I watch a lot of YouTube videos on uh, uh, so, uh, what is it? Self improvement, development. development, and the like. Yeah, a lot of that. Eventually, somewhere down the line, uh, we'll, we'll consider. Oh, I'm trying to implement some mm-hmm. some things I can implement, and I have been. Um, but down, somewhere down the line, I probably will take it a bit further and and see someone I could actually start talking to, mm-hmm. like in terms of therapy okay. and the like. You know. Um, here's my final question to you. Um, who would you like to have? It's actually one of your questions, because <laughs> none of what I have left is as interesting as what you had. Um, who would you like to have dinner with? And why? How many people? Any can be as many as you want. Okay, I'm joking. Probably Oprah. No, that's interesting. Because uh, it's to me, it seems like at least in the U.S., Oprah is not everybody's favorite person right now. So why Oprah? Oh, I love Oprah. She's um, such a inspiration in of my course. life, mm-hmm. and obviously as a black woman, mm-hmm. she's just done amazing things. And you know, Oprah, she doesn't stick to the, you know, get married, have kids, do this, do that. She's just on her own path and she's carving her own way. She carved mm. her own way. And she's obviously also like one of the most influential people that, that they can't even deny because. Yeah. Certified now. Um, her, her show, you know, and the way I think if I had a platform like Mm -hmm. that i would like to i would like to have a platform like that like oprah like to speak to people from different walks of life find out their stories because i love hearing people's stories and i would love to help out people so i think oprah does everything like that and she does it so well so that's why i look up to her and that's why i would she would be my dinner date it makes sense and and it also speaks to you know your career as well and, mm. and things that you've been able to do and a lot of that has afforded you the opportunity to do that there's nothing stopping you no, still no no not on that on that scale, scale. right right. Mm. right and also i think f- from my point of view mine was more like entertainment and stuff mm. so mm. she spoke with real people with real issues and um making that money as well so hey now it's all about the money guys all about the benjamins no. just kidding no <laughs> the stories this was all about the stories i feel you and um is there anyone who's deceased now that you would have loved to have dinner with not just i just thought of it randomly because ordinarily when people ask this like dead or alive like who would you like to have dinner with is there anyone who sadly now is deceased and steve beagle oh yeah i'm not surprised that you would say something like that because you Why? are generally you are pro-black and that that's a good thing that's beautiful <laughs> actually shout out to you for that i'll keep mine short and um just take it do you want to guess 
It's a number of J. people. Cole. Oh no, he wasn't on the list. But now that you mention <laughs> him, now that you mention it, well, who knows? Well, maybe. But no, I'll be honest. For me, it's people in broadcasting. Hey, eh? um, Joe Budden. <laughs> Joe Budden, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His mind is is somewhere else. And I think. Gareth Cliff. See now, now you get to know me. Joe Budden, Gareth Cliff, Fat Joe, MacGyver, or uh, Fat Joe. Oh yes, thank you for helping me out there. Fat Joe, uh, as in Macho Takambule from um, uh, the South, South African Africa. broadcaster. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's uh, Gareth Cliff, Fat Joe. What was the first one? Joe Budden and uh, MacGyver or Macchi from uh, oh, Podcast and Chill. Uh, well, I have met Macchi. Uh, didn't have a long discussion. I've met Gareth Cliff. How was he? He was cool. You know Gareth Cliff. He's a straight shooter. Like, there, there's no way, there's no other way. <laughs> Gareth Cliff and Joe Gareth Cliff. Unfiltered. Where you see him, he's the Gareth Cliff that you know on radio, on TV. He's not going to be someone he's not. If keeping the same energy was a person. Exactly. Right? Shout out to him for that. I think, yeah, those are the guys that I'd look up to. Because I've I've always been into radio since youth. Um, I got into it. I mean, my first DJ Spoo. DJ Spoo. DJ Spoo's done amazing things. I just there's something about him. His salesman mentality. Mm. It's probably because I'm trash at selling myself or selling anything, uh, and I find that quite overbearing, overwhelming, to have someone who's always like trying to push and motivate you constantly, twenty four seven, as if they're on. Like uh, they have their battery powered and energetic, so but I respect his hustle for no sure. Fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I respect his hustle a hundred percent. Like uh, I look up to that, um, but I find that for when I look at him and look at myself, like he sort of aims for things that are unattainable. But that's inspiring though, because why he's, do you think they're unattainable? No, at first sight, because he's done yeah, mm-hmm. most of the things that he said he would do. I mean. Look at when he moved from YFM to Ukozi FM. That was an unexpected move, but he went there and he killed it. He bodied it. Mm. Um, started his own energy drink, just killing it. They've gone. They've now penetrated the soft drink market, and they're growing from strength from strength to strength. He's got his own uh, platform, uh, Massive Metro. Mm. Uh, the hustles, the Hustlers Corner. That feature is a very dope feature, by the way. You know, so I follow his career, but. The things that, I mean, uh, I remember his, uh, I think was it the first or the second McG interview on the podcast and chill. Um, he, he said something about being a, wanting to be a billionaire and saying that in his mind, he is a billionaire, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm like, uh, so at first sight, <laughs> some people would think, you know, this is unattainable for me. But I, I respect that for him because he'll go and do that on you, you know. But for me, I'm... I'm I'm a very reserved person, and mm. uh, I guess I, that's the difference. And that's why, um, as much as I respect the hustle, I, I find his expectations or his standards a bit too high for me. But I love him as a person. Okay. Uh, yeah. So those are the gang. That, that's the gang, gang, gang that I, I'd want to have uh, dinner with. So I think, yeah, we can wrap this up. How do you feel? Uh, look, a lot of these questions are random. But how do you feel? Do, do you feel like you, you know me a little bit better? Uh, are you going to change? Are there certain things that you're going to change now, uh, knowing what you know about me? Or are, are the, were the questions too surface level for you to decide to change anything? 
no it was it was fine i mean i don't think there's anything i would change um i do but i think some of the things that i knew about you already you know because i'm an open book really um so am i yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah and you yeah kind of the same actually kind of the same um but I, I like I liked I mean we don't we don't get to hang out a lot and we don't get we don't get to chat in depth uh, about mm-hmm. a lot of things like you know your perception on the world mm-hmm. uh, how to raise children and what to inform them regarding the big bad world and the like you know questions like that for me are, are interesting things that that I learned from you today and um, yeah I look forward to having more conversations like that even off air and uh, I'd obviously encourage the listeners as well bye with, guys with your friends <laughs> <laughs> i'd encourage the listeners with your friends or whoever else you know to you know have more deep meaningful conversations exactly so i think that's where we can wrap up the episode thank you guys again for listening don't forget to check out our facebook page we're still in the construction of that and um we're going to be we're looking to get to start being more interactive there and obviously taking feedback and incorporating whatever you guys share with us on the podcast itself because it's all about you know you guys. you guys what we want to talk about and so on so with that thank you so much for tuning in thank you guys we'll see you in two weeks time stay safe and stay blessed cheers guys bye